Hi and welcome to the eighth episode of the podcast Future Technology Talk and today it is all about Oracle and uh, again we are in the Capgemini studios and sitting next to me is Stefan Stoutmeijer. He is uh, Oracle lead within Capgemini Netherlands and um, glad that you are here and I think you are uh, you. anxiously waiting for the match for next Saturday. I am. Champions League final. Who do you support? I'm a big fan of uh, Inter Milan, uh, so I have the strange habit to be uh, a fan of uh, Italian football, unlike many other uh, Dutch people. Um, and I'm a big fan of uh, Inter Milan ever since uh, I think I was around 12. Um, so yeah, anxiously awaiting the uh, the final on uh, upcoming Saturday. Although the odds are a bit against Inter, but but, but let's see. It's football, eh? so anything can happen. That's very true. Um, well, today uh, we are going to zoom in into uh, what Oracle can bring uh, to, to you as a client. And um, to start, uh, what's in the area of Oracle an important topic that you would like to address? Yeah, so I think uh, looking at Oracle, um, Oracle has the, uh, the perception in the market that it's still an, a database company. Yeah? They do a lot of uh, uh, on-premise. Uh, there are still a lot of clients who are on-premise installations. Um, so legacy applications like ERP, uh, JD Edwards, EBS, uh, Siebel. Uh, but Oracle has actually made a big transition towards the cloud uh, on uh, well and through their ent entire stack. Uh, so from uh, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure uh, until uh, PaaS and, uh, and SaaS solutions. Um, so I think it's it's really important to get that message across that. Oracle is also moving towards the cloud. Um, and I think uh, one of the core components of that is their uh, cloud infrastructure. And talking about that cloud infrastructure, um, what value can it bring to a client? Yeah, so I think, uh, like mentioned, uh, there are still a lot of uh, companies and clients who are on, uh, on legacy applications or on-premise on installations. Uh, so one of the benefits of Oracle Cloud Infrastructure is definitely the helping in the transition to move towards the cloud. Uh, so there are a lot of companies who have complex um, solutions, uh, so highly customized, uh, a lot of integrations with, uh, with surrounding solutions, um, and bringing those solutions into a cloud infrastructure uh, as a uh, transition step rather than moving directly into a SaaS solution, for example. Uh, that is one of the big benefits that that Oracle brings with Oracle Cloud Infrastructure. And so really, um, yeah, providing that um, that step in between and not having to move into from uh, on-premise into SaaS uh, native solutions directly. Clear. And um, when we take the bigger picture and look at what Oracle Cloud brings. Um, what kind of solutions does Oracle offer in the area of cloud products? Yeah, so I think one of the big strengths of Oracle is that they've, uh, well, they've also in the past that Oracle at the uh, Oracle Red Stack, so basically providing everything from, uh, from rec service infrastructure until uh, applications and, and data visualization. Um, and they've also transitioned that into the cloud. Eh? So one of the uh, big benefits of Oracle is that they have that they provide the entire cloud stack. Eh? So they're one of the few companies that actually uh, provide uh, EaaS solutions, PaaS solutions, and SaaS solutions. Uh, 
Um, so they, yeah, they have a very broad portfolio of, of solutions. Uh, so, um, yeah, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure is one of them. Um, and looking at the past side, for example, they provide solutions like uh, integration cloud service and business process cloud. Uh, and on the SaaS side, they offer <clears throat> a variety of services from ERP until SaaS uh, or uh, ERP and CX, uh, but also HCM, for example. Yeah. So platform as a service, infrastructure as a service, and software as a service. Yeah. All uh, things that Oracle can bring. And the full stack, that makes it also interesting for a client because you don't have to pick a best of breed, but you can definitely just pick the solutions that Oracle is offering and combine it. And that makes it a strong solution together. Yeah, and I think I, I uh, what I, I usually do is I, I try to compare it a bit with Apple, for example. So if you look at Apple and, and their infrastructure, their uh, ecosystem, it's, it's quite similar to Oracle. So um, Oracle's building on top of Oracle, which makes the native uh, integrations a lot better, which uh, in the end helps for performance and integration purposes as well. And it's what are the uh, the benefits of native cloud solutions you partly you tackled it already because you have the full stack offering but the specific benefits can you add anything upon that yeah so i think that um yeah, looking at native cloud solutions there are a, a multiple benefits so i think one of the most obvious obvious one is the total cost of ownership and so looking at um, not having to have your own servers and uh, and infrastructure but having that outsourced um, brings down the total cost of ownership quite significantly. And then next to that, you also see that once uh, clients are, are transitioning from uh, on-premise until uh, in, into uh, cloud-native solutions is that they also have a relook at the, the architecture and their solutions. And so um, one of the key, uh, key criteria of, of having a successful native uh, cloud solution is that you try to keep it as vanilla as possible. Um, and that in the end helps a lot with maintainability as well. So you don't have to do extensive and, and very expensive usually uh, upgrade processes anymore. Um, and then and next to that, we also of course have the security component. Eh? So, uh, well, Oracle has, uh, I think they, they have around 50% what they spend on um, research and development, but also security. Um, and, and so they basically have a lot more people at their uh, at their hand to, to work on security and keep their solutions as secure as possible, uh, compared to that a client can can usually do themselves. Yeah. yeah. So to summarize, it's on, on the one hand, it's the security. It ensures that you don't have any files when you go from one to another uh, version. It's also important that you are always uh, having the availability of the latest features because you have the latest version installed in your environment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what kind of steps did Oracle take uh, within their journey from on-premise to cloud so far? Yeah, that's, a, that's a very interesting question because uh, Thank you. Oracle has been, uh, uh, has been a bit late to the party of, of uh, the cloud uh, journey. So, uh, I think, for example, looking at companies like Salesforce, but also Amazon and Google, they, they of course, were on the forefront of, uh, of cloud solutions, cloud-native solutions. And um, Oracle has always been making a lot of 
money and, and have good uh, on-premise solutions. So the, the need for them to transform into the cloud was uh, a bit less than, uh, than the smaller companies. Um, but in the end, there was no stopping of, uh, of actually moving to the cloud. And so everybody in the, in the industry has seen that cloud is, is the new normal. And uh, also at some point, uh, Oracle had to, to move along as well to not fall out of the market um, and, and to keep on being able to innovate as well. And so um, around 2010, I believe, um, at the, the cloud was more or less becoming the new standard and, and Oracle started uh, developing their cloud native infrastructure uh, called um, OCI uh, Generation 1, uh, which wasn't a big success. Um, and at, after a year or so, Oracle decided, okay, this is not the, the right way forward. And they actually started redesigning their entire cloud infrastructure, uh, coming up with uh, OCI Gen 2. Uh, so Oracle Cloud Infrastructure gen Generation 2. Um, and that, that has been far more successful and, and far more stable. And uh, with their new cloud infrastructure, which actually has the architecture of uh, building on top of their own solutions. And so coming back to the example of, of what Apple is doing, that is basically also what, what Oracle is doing. And so uh, ensuring that everything is integrated well and, and build on top of of each other to ensure the highest performance, but also, um, well, the best maintainability. And um, could you state that because in the past and still Oracle is having a very strong on-premise infrastructure uh, with also a big legacy, uh, that is also uh, on the one hand an advantage that they were so strong and they are so strong on-premise, but it's also a disadvantage because it's more difficult to make a smooth transition, an easy transition from the strong on-premise stack to the cloud stack. Uh, yeah, so it's it's uh, so indeed it's a, it's an advantage, but also a disadvantage. Yeah? So the advantage is, of course, that they have a lot of experience in solutioning and architecture. And, uh, but the yeah, on the other hand, you see that cloud is something entirely different than uh, than on-premise. Yeah? So um not only on on the solutioning part but also on the way how clients choose their solutions and so <clears throat> where on premise uh, it would be far more beneficial to go with a one vendor approach and have a full stack from one vendor and uh having to do less integrations and well with with cloud native solutions and cloud solutions it's it's way easier to integrate different solutions and also looking forward to, for example, more headless uh, solutions. Um, you see that that customers more often go for a best of breed approach, and so that um, yeah, that that makes the the market and and the way how clients choose their solutions a lot different than it was uh, uh, in the past. Yeah. 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 Thanks. Um, and and what kind of uh, market segments is Oracle highly involved in at this moment. Uh, so Oracle, well, Oracle, in, in essence, they they cover the entire market. Yeah, but what I, what we especially see within Capgemini is uh, that they have a very strong presence in the public sector. And so <clears throat> when Oracle was founded, they they actually their first client was the CIA, uh, which had security very high as a very high standard, of course. Um, 
And that is something which has always been a key part of, of Oracle solution, that security is, is top-notch. And um, that makes it uh, such a, a very good fit with the public sector where security is, is usually priority number one. Um, and that is also what you see uh, in the cloud offerings as well, that security is always priority number one. Uh, and then they they start looking at the other components. And, um, and one of the examples is that Oracle um, is really investing into their cloud infrastructure for the public sector as well. And so um, where most, most of the cloud vendors provide a public cloud solution, uh, Oracle also offers the um, clouded customer solution, uh, but also they have um, specific government cloud uh, cloud regions um, specifically tailored for the public sector. Yeah. And so I think uh, so. On the one hand side, we have we have the public sector, and I think another um, <clears throat> another market segment where Oracle is very strong is in the B two B market. And so Oracle offers the uh, well, especially looking into SaaS solutions, for example, um, well, Oracle has their Fusion platform where they have all all of their SaaS solutions ba- based on, um, and they're they're more tailored towards the B two B processes, so from ERP uh, uh, financing, but also supply chain and order management until B two B sales and B two B service, more or less. Um, so uh, I really see that. Their their sweet spot is more in the B two B market and and the public sector uh, rather than in in the B two C market. Yeah, and they try to uh, achieve growth also in the uh, sports industry with sponsoring Red Bull, for example, by yes. delivering um, by delivering real time data. Yeah, that's also yeah, and I think that that indeed uh, shows one of the strengths of, of for example, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure and. Um, and the entire integration it has with their with their uh, other components, like for example, Exadata and uh, BI, because you really see that they they achieve a much higher performance and and they can facilitate Red Bull in a in a much better way than you can see with other other racing uh, other racing uh, teams. Um, they are they're able to perform way more. Uh, race simulations uh, during a race than any of the other teams can, uh, and I think that well that is shown that uh, that is highly beneficial in uh, in the amount of wins that uh, Max is having. Yeah, yeah, we are grateful uh, that Orc Definitely. was involved uh, yes. <laughs> in Red Bull. Um, talking about the collaboration between uh, Oracle and Capgemini, uh, how do you perceive that collaboration? Yeah, I think uh, Oracle and Capgemini is a really good fit. Um, so we've been a partner now with Oracle for about 25 years, a bit more. Um, so, um, and I especially see it within the Netherlands that it's a very good fit because we also um, have a very good footprint on the public space. Uh, so a lot of our Oracle clients are in the public space. Um and and also uh, of course we have security as as one of our uh, priorities and um and so i think on the market side we have a really good fit and uh well coming back with our experience and knowledge from over the past 25 years that uh well it, it just has grown as a as a very good fit yeah. um how do you see the international capabilities that 
Capgemini has in the area of Oracle capabilities? Yeah, so I think one that that is actually one of the key uh, key components of why we're set, so successful in in the collaboration with Oracle, uh, because we we are an international organization, and so we experience and, and knowledge in other countries as well. Um, but we're also able to provide our knowledge and experience to other countries, and so. Also, looking at the client size, the size of clients that Oracle has, that very much relates to to our client base. Uh, so they're usually multinationals and bigger organizations uh, with um, with branches across the world, uh, and that's where we can actually leverage our uh, international capabilities as well. Uh, so we we often see that projects we do. Uh, with Oracle, they're, um, they're spread across multiple countries. So, for example, if we do projects in Sweden, we, we uh, are able to resource them from the Netherlands, but also from the UK and, and other countries from the Nordics. Uh, but also we are supporting, for example, projects in the US. Um, we have a very big uh, pool of resources in India as well, who support us globally uh, in all kinds of different projects. Um, and so I think one of the key components to being successful with Oracle is, is the fact that we have a very big, um, a big center of, of excellence uh, around Oracle uh, on a global front. Yeah, so Oracle is catching up in the area of, of cloud. They have the strong capabilities also together with Gemini in the international uh, capability area. Thank you for now, uh, Stefan. It was uh, uh, very useful to me to understand uh, what Oracle uh, will bring the upcoming years with their st uh, strong full stack, the solutions that they provide. Looking forward to what Capgemini can do with, uh, with Oracle uh, in the future. Thank you. Thank Thanks you for, for having me, uh, Joost. Sure. Thanks a lot. Thanks.